Blog Talk Radio. reason um, from what I understand the youngest child separated was right at three months old so that child doesn't even know who its parents is so no matter what happens they can get anybody can say yeah that's my baby because you have no idea who the parents are to that baby then on top of that you've got kids who who have been separated from their, their families for so long that if they do finally find a way to get back with them there's a there's going to be some sort of trauma that they're going to have to deal with the people already aren't financially in a situation where they can do anything for the children but now you've got children with trauma who probably have PTSD and I can only imagine what child you're getting back compared to what you what you walked away with. So the whole thing just makes me so angry. And the, the people of privilege who somehow think that the the right answer is, well, just go back and get your kids. That's the same people that take the um, puppies when they don't want them and throw them in the dumpster, and then just think feel yeah. like. You know, I, I don't want them, so I throw them away. If you want them, feel free to go get them. So I don't understand why their their mindset is so disassociated with reality. And then one tried to tell me, well, uh, they could have just, uh, you know, got a lawyer. Said, well, <laughs> if they had money, they could have got a lawyer. And then, then they act like, they act like these people can just come in and force the United States to give them back their kids. And I don't understand that. So I was done fussing with them. I was like, come on, y'all. Okay. When uh, you live your whole life, you don't, you don't understand what it must be like to have to try to fight against a system that is not built for you. Because the system is completely built for those people who are saying, well, all you have to do is, I mean, clearly, yeah. it's their system. 
they they know what they're supposed to do and how it's going to work in their advantage. Right. Hmm. So I I was done fucking with them. Yeah, they they you can't have a conversation with people like that. Uh, Vice President Pence, uh, his uh, chief of staff, Mark Short, contracted COVID-19. At least five people around Pence have contracted it in recent days. What do you think? And then, wait a minute, Vice President Pence is still on the campaign trail. Shouldn't he be quarantined? But... I digress. Well, at this point, the one thing we do know for sure is he is supposed to he's serving as the head of the um what's it what's it called? The um Corona, coronavirus Corona force. Yeah. Yeah. It's so as the right. leader Aren't you supposed to lead by example? So or follow or follow <laughs> your guidelines that you put out? Exactly. How about so that the, part the, of it? How about that? How about you take those same guidelines that you've put out to the world or to the United to the United States and follow them the one yourself? But clearly he's made a decision. He's decided that it is more important to go stumping and become a super spreader than it is to quarantine and try to make people safe. So well, I, I don't, I'm at the point, I'm not concerned. I'm not as angry as I was before because as, as awful as it sounds, the only people I hope that this affects is those people who are at those rallies and as close as they can possibly be and not wearing a mask. I just hope they don't take it someplace else because as soon as they leave there, they go to the grocery store and the gas station and um, the department store and all the places that we regular people have to go, and they wind up not getting sick, and all of us do. So I, it just makes me so angry. Yeah, and and plus, they never did follow the guidelines. No way having those inside no. events. Yeah. They uh, had a few outside events. I I ain't say they never had mm-hmm. outside events, but the ones that they they did have closed events too, with them packed mm-hmm. in. So they were, and then a lot of people didn't wear no mask. So go figure. Most of them don't wear a mask. Um, I I encountered someone yesterday who said they don't wear a mask because if they get sick, then that's just what God wanted. So I guess Uh, if I'd have punched in the mouth, that would have been what God wanted too? Or uh, if you decided to jump off a bridge, (laughs) I mean, that's what you need to do. Rid us from all the stupidness that you sprouting. I mean, I don't yeah. understand. And it's just, just a, don't get it. And, and it's only common sense. But again, I digress. COVID nineteen yeah. numbers for the United States eight 
8.64 million cases and 225,000 deaths. I know. Just, just, just go ahead and let out all that air. This shouldn't even be a subject, you know? It really shouldn't. It shouldn't. Uh, I just... I just wish, I just wish we all be on one line and we can almost be like China because China's numbers are down, if you notice. Yeah. Well, when you, have, when, you have a, when you have a government that says, if you show up any place without that mask on, you going to jail. Okay, guess what? They're yeah. not going to show up without a mask. But because we've got the the president of the this free world saying that it's okay, how are you going to blame somebody else when you're doing the same thing? How does that work? Yeah, I agree. I know uh, over in China, when people when it first started, people were trying to leave their house, and the police was mm-hmm. right there. Ushering them back inside. Get out and get back in. Get back. That's that, and they right had them wearing. They, yeah, they had them wearing these um, these patches on their on their on their arm. So if you showed right. up and your patch was was red, oh, you was getting it. They was not playing with you. Yeah, that's why they was not playing. They, so show up with that red patch on if you want to. And you can't show up with no patch. You better have some kind of patch on proving something. Uh, the debate. The debate. The last mm-hmm. debate. I'm the most least racist man in the room.
the blacks are going to be whipping butt. I mean, it's going <laughs> to be quite ugly. Like they said, we ain't our ancestors. Um, yeah. I found it odd during this debate and from people's posts on Facebook that educated people, too. They didn't know what coyotes were. They thought it was the actual animal that Trump was talking about. Uh, that oh, uh, that immigrants are being brought over by coyotes. And nobody, yeah. I mean, educated people didn't know it. I found it odd. So did you did you I, run into that problem or you didn't? I, I didn't. I really didn't. I really didn't talk to anybody. But I didn't find it odd because I know that there's a limited amount of information that is taught. That's something that you'd have to go and learn on your own. You're you're not going to get that kind of information from your regular school system. So I was not surprised. I was. So I just, a couple of people that I knew, you know, you you know, I I'm not saying I'm the smartest person in the world, and I'm not. I, I'm think I think I'm low on the totem pole when it comes to wit. And everything like that. I'm not. I don't think I'm the smartest at all. I think I'm right dead in the middle, average. But this this Trump thing that came up and involved evolved around the world. Man, I'm finding out I'm smarter than a lot of people. Yeah, a whole lot of people that I thought was yeah, you know, pretty well on the you ball know, with things. But I would I would say um, that that is exactly the right the right thing I, I do think that you may be more in tune than some um, the problem that I have is that you well I don't have a problem with you but I, I think that the problem that we will see is that people are not as interested in things that don't affect them until they affect them so you're saying you're surprised that people don't know about these things I'm surprised that when they heard it, it didn't pique their interest. That surprises me more than anything. They it didn't it make somebody want to go and say, Let me, what is that about? Let me go see what the, oh, okay, okay. That they thought concerned. it was National Geographic coyote. They didn't oh, think my it was, God. And for the people that don't know what me and uh, White Nancy are talking about, we're talking about people that take, and you have to pay, uh, like people from mm-hmm. South America. They got to pay people to harbor them over to the United States through danger and drug dealers and all that. And you pay mm-hmm. them to get you safely to the United States. Right. So that's what that is, a coyote. Yeah. Okay. Uh, since you, since, okay, this is, we got what, 10 more days, and I voted.
finding ourselves in. So I hope that the the numbers that I'm seeing right now of people who are showing up at the polls and they're people that look a lot like me, I'm hoping that they understand how important it is that they continue to show up and that they they continue to cast their ballots early. I'm hoping that we flip enough states from red to blue that there's no questions. If it's close... Go I was going to say, if it's close, there's going to be a problem. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, you're from, you live in Florida, so we already know the cheating and the the abundance of cheating that goes on down there. So, Oh, yeah, we we already know know about what we're in for. We're well aware. You don't cheat that. And the thing about it is, you know they will cheat that one in a minute if they cheat anything else. They'll cheat the vote yeah. down the floor. Yeah. <sighs> well, I'm going to tell you who I'm with. I'm with, uh, of course, Joe Biden. That's who I voted for. And plus, I just think, like you said, if it's close, there is room for error. Somebody's going to try to cheat. Right. But if it's uh, overwhelming... And uh, it's a landslide. It's hard to cheat that. It's hard to cheat when there's a lot of people out there. You can cheat when it's right. close, but you can't cheat a lot of people. Right. A whole right. the majority. You can't do that. That's the <laughs> whole point. And that's why I'm for real. Yeah, I feel like if we can if we can make a difference, um, I'm I'm seeing people who have not voted in a very long time never voted before finally understanding right. that you you matter and your vote matters and being counted matters and I'm hoping that that makes them do the right thing um I'm also encountering some people who said you know I don't vote that's just I just I just don't and that concerns me um yeah. Yeah. can't convince them otherwise right. that it's it's there's a reason that you should be doing this. You, you're not going to convince them that it's not the government's plot to find out where you are and what you're doing. Especially, I think there's oh, a there. commercial that's out right now that's saying once you vote, we'll be they'll be able to track your voting status. And I'm thinking that is almost like a a red herring. It's making those who don't already trust the system saying why would I vote now if I know that that, all that's going to do is let them keep up with me so I feel like it's almost like a setup to be honest with you the only way I I hate these Dalton Thomases and Thomasinos I hate Mm -hmm. them because I ran into a group of people uh, I'm friends with one of the people, but then they're friends. They ain't trusted nobody. They think Biden made all kind of money. And I said, dude, I it's, it's nationally known what each politician makes yearly, and it's, it's not reported. It's already there that it says Biden on Forbes list is a nine, made $9 million. He's worth $9 million. And when you mm-hmm. add up 47 years 
of him being a senator and then he did eight years as a VP, which jumped him another 100000 After right. you figure that out, that's about 9 to $10 million. And, and Forbes, they said $4 million of the $9 million was his houses. Yeah. So I'm like, what are you talking about all that money? Now, wait a minute and, now. And here's the thing. Mitch McConnell. They are, they, they are, they are putting together the two the, – the husband and the wife – just remember when Jill Biden came into this thing, she was already rich. Yeah, he married money. Yeah, but it, what he earned was only nine million dollars. That's what it said. Now, right, but that's I, the thing. I said, so when, I, when I went to go check, check, when I when I went to go check, Mitch McConnell, he made twenty two million, and mm-hmm. I'm sitting there going, uh, Mitch only been in. Congress 16 years now. You add his up, and it don't jive. And there's things that we know that's been reported. We know that's been reported with Mitch because he took, he got that 10 mil in Kentucky that's Russian-owned. We know that. There hasn't been no report to jive with Joe's record as far as income is concerned. Now, but you can't always believe what's what's reported. I said, you don't think a young reporter wants a pullager to uncover some, you know, some misdeeds with uh, Biden? Wouldn't you think his mm-hmm. career would jump if he could uncover some? Oh, they looking now. Don't think they look. Listen, and they have looking, all his. He has released all of his taxes, so if you want to go start combing yeah, through stuff, yeah. go ahead. Time to comb through and see. But, but there's no way you're going to be able to do that with anybody else. He has been as transparent Let's as see. they come. Let's see these black people thinking, well, the, you know, the, the taxes ain't right either. I'm like, come on, they got Al Capone on taxes. Yeah. Come on. I just, I just like, you can't talk to these black people that are doubters all the way through. You doubt everything. I say, look, I ain't doubt nothing until somebody come up with some proof. You need to mm-hmm. I need to see some proof before I can start just doubting somebody out the blue. Black people. Uh, <laughs> that's what I got to say. Uh, my last one. Do you think President Obama is hurting or helping the Biden-Harris campaign by him going out campaigning? I don't ever think he's a he's a, um, a hurt. He's he's always going to be a help. Um, he appeals to a, a wide range of people. It's not just people of color. He he appeals to uh, a lot of middle class people. They it's his stretch is far and wide. So I always think of him as an asset. I never think of him as a deterrent of any kind. He's never a distractor. He when I watched him speak yesterday in South Florida, I listened to what he was saying and do his way. He was completely off the cuff because. He was so frustrated. He he started that stumbling thing he does. I I I I and I was like, oh Lord, he going into his his um blues mode. He he <laughs> he was about to break out in song, but he just he's never a distraction. I think he's always a, a um an asset to anybody anybody he's stumping for. Well, uh, I didn't hear him yesterday. I seen little bits and pieces. I wish I heard the whole thing. 
Um, but I don't think he's a hindrance either. I think he he helps the campaign greatly because he's one of the he got the highest rating approval among Democrats. So yeah, exactly. I think. He, well, uh, D. Lovely, aka White Nancy, thanks for calling in. I know you got. Wait, to go I got one more thing. I want to. I want you to to tell me how you feel about it. How how glad or relieved will you be? When you stop getting the robocalls from the the campaigns oh, and they're oh telling you who to God. vote, all the God. things that are in your mailbox and, and that are telling you who to vote and for, it's just in the text. Yeah, it's, if this, oh my God! I, if ever there was a reason a number for me not, <laughs> crazy. I see a it's number crazy. on my phone. I go ah. I've got the not answer. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Yeah, I know. Yep. And I'll be like, yep. don't they know I'm in Texas? Then I'll be saying to myself, you got a Georgia number two. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they, not, they don't know where you are. They just want to know where your, where your number's showing up. Yeah, so they can uh, keep a poll. I guess it's almost like a poll. Yeah, it is. It's all for polling uh, purposes. I, so the uh, emails, the text calls, the paper in your mailbox—it's—it's. It's, I'm over it. I don't need you to tell me who to vote for. I'm not. I'm going to vote who I'm going to vote for. And your your the paper that you send me and the email you send me is not changing my mind. And when you call me, that's even more reason for me. I now I pick up the phone and I just hang up. So I don't even want to talk about it. I block the number. Don't answer. But I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, being a mailman, former mailman, that uh, mm-hmm. you got to deliver all that mail because it's paid. So, and uh, a lot of my people that still work in the postal system tells me, "Boy, I can't wait to after this thing is over, all this I can mail only imagine. we've been getting to have to re-deliver the same stuff three or four times." I'm like, yeah, yeah I know. I I lived through se- 17 years of it because. On the real, you know, it just don't happen during the presidential election. That mail and stuff happens on every local, you know, uh, every yeah. local uh, uh, election that you have around the country. So that I mean, that's right. crazy. It's just yeah, worse during times. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm over this it. Is the big so one. They can stop. This is the big one. I'm never yeah. gonna give you my information over the phone to tell you who I'm voting for. I'm never gonna do it. I'm not gonna respond to an email. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna respond to a text. I'm not. I'm not. So that just seems like a waste of time and energy. One time on the text, I just wrote back, "I vote for the black people," and then I blocked it. I'm all. voting all black. <laughs> all black. All black. <laughs> like I do. Like I do in Vegas, all day. Uh, good talking to you, uh, D. Lovely. I will talk to you off camera, like we on camera, mm-hmm. and then uh, right. I'll get to I'll get to writing tonight. I will be writing yeah. at least three or four pages tonight. Yeah, get to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> all right then, I'll talk. All to right, you my later. brother. And thank you for calling in. Always. 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.